It's day 13, people, and it's been a pretty relaxing day and a bit of admin and maintenance, uh, but also some socialising. Um, had a great evening sleep um, in a, a nice comfy mattress in a nice warm house. Uh, woke up uh, quite early, um, 6 o'clock, 6.30, to then um, jump on the bike at a bit after 7 to uh, meet up with a friend at 8 and then we cycled around Lake Burley Griffin uh, to Parliament House and then did a obligatory uh, photo in, you know, opportunity in front of the Parliament House. From there we um, joined um, my friend's wife and, and um, the other um, um, cycling partner was, was uh, my friend's son and uh, we joined his wife and child as well. So we um, had a nice uh, late breakfast, and um, I have never had so much bacon in one sitting as I had this morning, and it was all washed down with some great amount of um, coffee. Having said that, though, um, there wasn't a lot of riding really in the day. It was, um, I think it might have been 30 kilometres around trip from when I've left here in the morning, caught up with a mate, cycled around a parliament house, cycled over to a place for brunch, and then cycled back here to the place that I'm staying. Um, then I did a load of washing and um, repacked some of my gear in, in preparation for a flight. I've booked a flight to Brisbane from Canberra. Uh, leaves a bit after one o'clock tomorrow. I'm Going to turn up a bit early because I, I at this stage here I haven't been able to track down whether the um, airport or Qantas can sell me a um, bike box. I'm probably 80% chance that they are. If not, I, what I'll need to do is um, quickly duck around uh, a couple of the corners of the airport to a Trek bike shop and see if they've got a big enough um, bike box. Or there is 99 bikes and, and there's um, pushies and a couple of other places um, that aren't too far from the airport as well, that if I um, fail in getting a bike box from the airport and from Trek, then I'll go a bit further afield and there's a couple of bike shops that I hopefully will get a, a big enough bike box. And then it's a case of um, pretty much flat packing the, bike, uh, the box and transporting it back to the airport. Anyway, done that before and, and I can do that again if um, required but hopefully I can just buy a $15 bike box at the actual airport. Um, one of the things I alluded to yesterday is podcast is that there's a couple of other things I want to uh, cover off with you today and that is the pros and cons of the um, gear that I've, I've included on this trip um, for the last two weeks. And definitely start off with the, the pros, and the, the pros is the, the bike. The bike has done extremely well. Like um, those different riding positions made for a comfortable uh, ride over, you know, seven, eight hours during some days. Um, the the panniers are uh, very well equipped for some of those rougher sections. Um, I did break part of the, uh, the clipping of the pannier on day one but was able to um, use an Oki strap to uh, keep pressure on the that particular clip that was broken so that it would stay on the actual mount. Um, so that And that worked fine. Um, the other great thing about the, the bike and the setup is the Brooks saddle. 
So it's an, an and I described it before. It's an, an old style leather saddle that actually uh, conforms to your butt shape, and I'll definitely shout out that for you know for two weeks of many 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 hours um, sitting on that saddle that I don't have any issues at all with my sit um, bones or my my butt. So um, you know, kudos to uh, Brooks for making such a a great saddle that works for me and my anatomy. Um, in the first couple of days, I was wearing uh, shorts and uh, quickly, as the days got cooler, um, transferred to um, zip-off uh, trousers that has got a section that you can zip off. And for the next couple of days, I was um, starting in the morning with the, the full trouser leg. But then as the day wore on and, and warmed up, I zipped off the bottom and turned them into shorts. And that worked for the the midday that was a bit warmer and then late afternoon I'd zip them back on and bang you had one set of clothes that um, handled those uh, variations in temperature during the day um, so they were a, definitely a, a pro for um, the inclusion on this trip um, I previously said that I had a, a I've got a sleeping bag that goes down to negative five I very much used the um, R rating or the uh, thermal rating of that sleeping bag for most of the nights because I was I, I was nice and warm even though the outside temperature got um, in the low single digits um, I, I didn't feel the cold during the night I took a pair of shoes like joggers and I had my clip-in sandals uh, due to the knee issues I uh, hadn't I stopped wearing my clip-ins on day three and reverted to just um, the joggers uh, for the the rest of the cycling trip, and um, that that you know worked a, a treat. And you'd always um, have that scenario where you'd have a couple of pair of of um, footwear to suit different scenarios. Um, coupled with those um, shoes, the joggers, and in the later part of the trip, uh, I. Um, started wearing my waterproof socks. They're a, um, they look like a regular pair of socks, but however, they're um, they're made of layers of material that will ward off um, uh, rain and going through puddles, um, so that your little toes and feet keep nice and dry. The flip side of, oh, sorry, the the um, other feature with those layers is it does offer protection against wind and um, low air temperatures. So it does give you that thermal barrier as well. So I um, trumped out my waterproof socks probably about four days ago and uh, wore them for three days straight. Uh, by the end of the third day, they were getting a little bit whiffy and I definitely couldn't wear them, wear them for the fourth day, which was today. And today I sort of double socked um, to guard against the the uh, cool air. Um, and that worked. So just giving a call out to those waterproof socks, they worked well as far as um, providing some sort of thermal layer for the, the toes. Um, pretty much all the clothes that I packed um, as far as socks and jocks and shorts and tops and uh, layers... I've worn. I do have some uh, cycling sleeves that um, you you pull on in 
uh, to guard, you know, uh, give you some protection, but also give you a, a layer of wind protection. They're about the only bit of clothing that I haven't worn. Um, everything else that I packed, I, I had um, an opportunity to actually wear. Um, the other thing that I'll put in the pros is the power banks. I have two power banks. One are, is, I think it's like 26,000 milliamp hours, and the other one might only be 12,000 milliamp hours. I um, previously said that I, I use the one of the power banks as a pass-through so that the front axle dynamo um, charges up the power bank and the power bank then um, charges up the, the phone or whatever other device you're wanting to charge. However, the, the dynamo, um, I, I did a bit of a test one day and um, the I had worn, they had um, totally depleted the energy of the power bank, the 12,000 milliamp hour power bank, and I plugged it into the charger and, and sorry, the um, the dynamo uh, for the entire day and didn't draw anything away from it. And it really only got um, above 25%, but below 50%. So, you know, probably 30, 35% um, charge there. So you don't rely on the, the um, uh, dynamo to give you a lot of charge. Um, during the whole day, so they're you know they're better for plugging into a wall socket, and if you couple it with a a, a better um, eighteen watt wall charger, um, as opposed to the standard five watts that are offered with most phones, um, the eighteen watts will do a, a quicker um, charging up of the power bank. So I've um, I haven't depleted both power banks and through um, you know um, needing to recharge devices um, I've always been able to have some opportunity to recharge the power banks so that I've never sort of run out of um, the charging capability on any of my devices so yeah so call out to the, the power banks that they're a good inclusion in the gear the cons, um, I didn't really use the the larger capacity of the two-person tent. I, I reckon I would have got away with the one-person tent and it would have saved on some room um, in the, the panniers. Um, so, you know, could have been a different situation and, and I did get stuck somewhere for a extended period of time and then I would have, yay, called out that the two-person tent was a good inclusion. But on this particular trip, it didn't really uh, lend itself to the extra weight or um, size of packing the two-person tent. Could have very easily got away with the one-person tent. Um, as I said, I, I stopped wearing the clip-in sandals quite early on in the ride. So you know, uh, after that, they were they were just um, taking up space from there on in. Uh, I wasn't to know that I wouldn't use them, but. Um, yeah, they're, they're calling it out that I didn't get a lot of use out of the clipping sandals. I, I suspect that the clipping sandals also would have, I would have had to do something more with the uh, thermal barrier of the clipping sandals so that my little tips of the toes weren't um, freezing. But um, I would have probably double socked and it would have been fine. Um, video gear, I, I brought my GoPro and I've got a, a vlogging um, Canon um, mirrorless camera. Uh, I didn't use the mirrorless camera at all. I took a couple of shots of the um, with the GoPro, but I, I won't be um, creating any 
video footage of the actual trip. So it was a case of those devices. I had packed thinking that I was going to use them, but didn't end up using them at all. The other thing that I'll, I'll sort of call out with the, the bike on as far as a con goes, and that's the Schwabi Marathon tyres that um, come with the, the bike. And as far as cycle tourists go, the, the people um, lean to um, the, the Schwabi Marathon as the premium uh, cycling uh, tyre. They, they're heavier um, because they offer so much more protection. However, um, you know, having three uh, punches um, in a two-week period, um, you know, I was expecting something less than three. So I, I definitely um, explore more around the um, touring uh, tyre that might offer more protection than the Schwab uh, Marathon. I do have, like, um, both those tyres on the bike at the moment has done... Uh, six and a half thousand kilometers so the front one which used to be on the rear is um, now on the front and it um, it's um, got low amount of tread so at some stage I will need to um, swap out the front tire and so it might be an opportunity to move the existing back tire to the front tire and get a uh, replacement uh, brand that offers potentially better protection than the Schwabi Marathon. Um, but that's about it. Like um, after that, there wasn't a lot of other cons that I will throw into the mix. And um, I really do feel like I've uh, set the bike up and the gear up with just the right amount of um, stuff that I need to um, be comfortable and to, to be able to complete this trip. Um, Tomorrow I will do a, a quick um, podcast on how it goes with getting over to the airport, stripping down the bike so that I can put it into a box and then flying up to Brisbane, um, getting the bike um, back together and somehow disposing of the bike box at the airport, but then riding home. So I will cover that off just to you know, finalise the whole two-week trip. Uh, so that will make up day 14. Anywho's, I'm done for today. Um, it's been, as I said, a, a great relaxing day and um, it's currently only three o'clock, so I've got um, quite a few more hours of relaxing to do. Till then, people, bye.